Welcome to the Faith, Health, and Home Digital Podcast. I am your host, Makeba Giles. Here we share information and resources for physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being to help families live an inspired lifestyle and encourage healthy living. Thank you for joining us. off the heels of her acting debut in the Clark Sisters First Lady of Gospel, R&B soul artist Shalea announces her highly anticipated single You Are Enough that's set to release on May the 4th. The biopic produced by Queen Latifah, Mary J. Blige, and Missy Elliott debuted on April 11th as the highest rated original movie of the year on all television with 2.7 million total viewers. Joining me now is the one and only Shalea. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's it's just so interesting hearing you talk about the movie. It's like, wow, and now I just heard the, the latest number was over 13 million. So it's just, it's just steadily rising. <laughs> yes, it keeps going. It's a phenomenal film. Now, um, in the movie, you play the Clark sister that is affectionately known as the Rose of Gospel, Dorinda Clark Cole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did you prepare for that role, and how did you feel when you got the news that you were chosen for it? You know, I I remember feeling um, obviously so excited because I even even then before we even set foot on on set, I knew that this was going to be a special film because um, it was historic. It was a movie being made about gospel women, gospel artists who happened to be black women. And I thought, wow, what a, what an opportunity to tell these incredible stories. Um, so I was definitely excited, but I was overwhelmed too because I had never done anything of this magnitude before. I had a little small role um, in this film called All the Way, but um this was I'm good. I was going to be, you know, one of the stars in it, and so that was um, overwhelming. So the first thing I did was get an acting coach, <laughs> and uh, her name is Josie Harris, and she prepared me um, in a way I can't even express. I felt so prepared, um, uh, and for me, someone who operated so much out of their um, what I have become a master at just singing, you know, I've been singing for so many years to go into something where I really had no frame of reference, you know, because acting is a craft. Yes, I was playing the singer um, and the singing part I felt confident about, but the acting, I wanted to make sure I really, really nailed it. And so, um, and of course, talking with Dorinda, um, she was so gracious with her time. Um, that really helped me, um, get to the core of what she truly was feeling at, at different moments throughout the film. And so that was really, really helpful. Now you just talked about um, that you're familiar with singing and we know that Dorinda is known for her distinct uplifting singing voice and her powerful preaching. And you were worried about nailing it. You absolutely nailed it in the movie, <laughs> but um, oh, you, you did. You. Yes. You, you did a wonderful job. But you're no stranger to singing, as you said, um, or inspiring people. In fact, you've performed at the White House with Stevie Wonder for President Obama, um, Carnegie Hall, the Kennedy Center, and even at the Grammy Salute to Tina Turner. Now, in addition to studying and spending time with Dorinda, did you channel any of your previous performances to portray your singing portion of Dorinda's role? 
You know, that's such a great question. I didn't really think about that because I was so focused on her. Um, but I would have to imagine that, yes, everyone that I've, you know, been able to honor and have, have been a part of my life, you know, even listening to the Winans and Commission, other all these other incredible groups that came out of Detroit, uh, Aretha, I would imagine that they all kind of played a part in just what I brought to this role. But I, I was so focused on her because she has such a unique and specific way of singing yes. and performing and um, her body movements and even her mic placement and all of that. So I really wanted to be really, um, really clear that this is, this is exactly the way Dorinda does it. And so, you know, I couldn't mimic her because I can't sound exactly like her, but I definitely wanted to channel her and use just kind of like very similar placements and just how she uses her rasp and um, how she attacks her notes and the types of runs that she chooses to do. And so, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that that was able to come through. <laughs> yes, indeed. You pulled it off flawlessly. Now, um, you talked about how you got an acting coach just for this movie as it being your mm -hmm. debut movie. You couldn't tell it was your debut movie because that scene, not only all of your scenes, but the scene where Dorinda was on the bridge, um, that mm. was such a powerful and emotional scene and you did just a, a wonderful job with it. Um, you could actually feel the connection of the words that you were speaking in that moment. It You could tell that you really wanted the viewers of the movie to feel um, not only what Dorinda was going through in that moment, but the power of God, as well as her strength and encouragement from the screen, mm -hmm. um, on through mm -hmm. the screen. What did you draw from to pull that particular scene off? Mm. Wow. You know, I, I just kind of got goosebumps just hearing you talk about that because that's exactly what I was wanting in that moment. I remember it was, you know, we, we shot that scene at night. It was in Toronto in the middle of uh, probably one of the most brutal winters they had. It was, I want to say it was either zero or like 10 below that night. It was, it was some, it was so cold. Um, but I remember kind of, there was a lot of things that I was thinking about, but I think the one thing that was really on my spirit and on my mind was something that I saw my mom experience and that was her not making it to my grandmother and her mother before she died oh. even though she asked God if he would just you know keep her alive until she got there and she passed right before she got there oh. and um so that 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 was that moment of that heartbreak of when you are believing God to do something and you have all of the faith and you, you know, you know him and he's your friend and you, you have this relationship and yet you feel that he disappointed you, you know, and you, and it, and it feels unfair and, and it's isolating because even, you know, growing up church, I know there's certain things you're not even supposed to even say about God, you know, so just even the fact that, he could even disappoint you that that sometimes in some in some circles feels sacrilegious like you're not even supposed to utter that but um 
my mother got through it, but I remember just the hurt and um, disappointment and just feeling like that was such a small request, you know, and so I kind of used that to express, I felt, what Dorinda was feeling when she was believing God to heal her mother, and um, she needed her so desperately, and and just, you know, feeling like God didn't answer that prayer, and so it, it brought her to the point of just not even wanting to, to continue on, you know, it just got so much, and so that's what I channeled, and, 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 and then also what I believe for my mother is, you know, the, the prayers of her mother and the, all the conversations that they had when she was living about, you know, staying in the Word and, um, you know, keeping that connection, that got her out of that. And I, I believe it was Dr. Maddie Moss's prayers that got Dorinda off that bridge, you know, um, that were still um, in her heart and were, and just reminding her of just, that, that verse that she starts to kind of say, you know, almost as an affirmation, you know, neither height nor depth can separate me from your love. So even though I feel so far right now, I feel like I'm not hearing it. I, I am believing and trusting that your love is going to, you know, is going to continue to keep me. And as we know, the song, I Am Still Here, was written out of that experience. Yes, indeed. So very powerful. Now, you just talked about generational prayers, and we know that Karen Clark Sheard was portrayed by her very own daughter, Kiara Sheard, and um, they're seen in a movie that actually shows her experience um, when her mother was in the hospital. And um, how how was it to have Kiara on set, knowing that you know, this is the niece of Dorinda. This is the granddaughter of Maddie Moss. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like to work with her and just know that she was right there kind of observing everything to make sure that it was right? Was there an immediate connection or was it something different? What was that like for you? You know, I, I remember telling her very early on because in the beginning, you know, we would all, if there was something in the script, we would look at her and say, okay, well, did this happen? <laughs> you <know? laughs> or, you know, we were like kind of fact checking and, and, and some of the things she just, she didn't know. Um, even being in the family and she said she would go and call her mom and say, did this really happen this way? And, you know, um, so I remember just kind of watching her from afar and, and realizing that although I know this was probably the biggest honor to to give to your mother while she's still here with us is yeah. to portray her, it also had to be a lot of pressure too. Um, and Karen Clark isn't just a regular singer, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the greatest singers of our time. You know, and so there were a few moments where she would be, you know. Um, I, she would say, I can't hit those notes. They're too high. I should be running out of breath. And But she would rise to the occasion, and it was really beautiful to watch. And um, But I do remember telling her early, and I said, you know, if you feel pressure, just let us know, you know, if we're kind of um, bombarding you with questions. And she said, no, she loved it, and, and she would go and she would talk with her mom. But um she it was it was really sweet to to see her be able to to honor her mom in that way i I thought it was beautiful 
Yes, it was. And that's good to know. Um, just to know that here's Kiera portraying her mother, but yet here you are portraying Dorinda, Karen's sister. You were able to hold your own in your debut film. So that lets you know oh, how much you. of a, a awesome job that you did. That means so much for you to say that. Thank you so much. You know, I, I definitely, um, you know, I approached it wanting to do your best, but I, I think what really feels good right now is that in these times, which we never imagined that we would be, that the movie would come out in the middle of a pandemic, you know, where everybody is forced to stay at home, but it's almost like God knew that this would be needed at this time. And people are, they hit me up. They're like, there's something wrong with me. I, this is my 15th time. <laughs> 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 just so many people tell me that. But, you know, I guess it's kind of a little, it's, a, it's an escape. And, um, and the music, they, they love the music and the story. And, you know, and it ends in such a triumphant way. So it just shows that, you know, you can go through domestic abuse. You can go through, um, financial um, hardship and um, um, sibling rivalry and, and just, you know, just issues and family. And, and as long as you hold on to God, you know, you can, you can come out of this on the other side. And so I think this message of hope is, is just so timely and I'm just beyond grateful to be part of that narrative right now and, and, and what, you know, and going through these, these unprecedented times right now. Absolutely. It's very timely and um, it gives people hope, just as you said, to be able to watch that and see that you can overcome anything that you may go through. It's, it's very important to see that empowerment. Now, speaking of the times that we're in right now, um, you didn't stop with just being in this movie. You recently joined Coldplay's Chris Martin, John Legend, um, her, the Lumieres, and Hosier is a part of the Global Citizens Together at Home series for the fight against coronavirus, which was a wonderful program. And tonight, um, you'll be performing as part of the Call to Unite streaming event with an introduction from Quincy Jones. Now, with everything that you have going on right now, um, how are you balancing your work life with self-care and keeping yourself inspired, especially during this time of COVID-19? Mm, that's such a good question, you know, and, and I think like millions of people around the world, I'm figuring it out day by day. You know, I have days where I feel so good, you know, and I'm like, wow, I, I, I showered today. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, um, you know, just feeling hopeful. And then there's other days where I, you know, it's hard to get it get out of bed, you know, and I'm, I feel tired and lethargic and I'm watching TV and I just try to find that balance. I think what makes me feel so good about being involved with, with um, these kind of virtual concerts is that I feel like I'm able to be a vessel that, that, that God can use to just give people a little cheer because it's so needed right now. And so that, that keeps me going, you know, that, that gives me just such a um, just such a warmth inside to know that I get to do what I was created to do and what I love to do and that it's actually impacting people. Um, 
But I, I also try to, to make a schedule, too. I've, I found that that has kind of helped. So I've, I've got my little routine. I've got a beautiful park across the street for me. Um, I go and I walk the park, you know, in the morning. Before it got too warm, it got really warm this week. But, um, you know, I would walk in the mornings. And then, you know, I would, have like, I would go out in my little patio and read for a little bit. And then, you know, get something to eat. And, you know, just having a little bit of structure to my day that um, – it kind of helped the days be a little bit more, more meaningful because it was just at a point where it's like you, like Friday and Saturday might as well be Tuesday. Like it, there's right. nothing. It, <laughs> right. It's just one big day. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I make sure I, you know, every blue moon I'll, you know, try to actually, since I've been doing, you know, um, fil- a lot of filming for, you know, zoom, um, like virtual, um, interviews or things like that, you know, it, it does make me have to get ready for the day. So, um, but even if I wasn't doing that, I probably would do that, you know, sometimes just to remind myself that I'm not busted. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes if you keep looking at yourself, just hair crazy, don't make it, don't have it, you know. So, so that's kind of some of the self-care stuff. I mean, of course, I miss, I miss getting my nails done and Thankfully, I, I've always been into hair and stuff, so I've been able to do my, my own hair and makeup and stuff when I, when I need to. So, um, But I do. I miss, you know, getting massage and going to the spa and, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, we, we, we're doing all that we can just to be safe in these times and not just for ourselves, but for the people who, you know, have um, a, a predisposition to just it affecting them in a, in a really devastating way and so we just have to think about others and even though we you know we want to we want life to return to normal we we just have to be patient yes patience is definitely a virtue and finding those new ways like you said to incorporate self-care um in exchange of things that we're used to doing is a big Mm -hmm. plus It, it helps out a lot so I thank you for sharing that because there's so many people out there who are still trying to find those ways to do that with the yeah. stay-at-home orders and social distancing. So I'm sure those that what you're doing is going to help a lot of people now. Um, we're talking about helping people and you being a vessel. Your desire to empower people through your talents and be a vessel is continuing on. Um, you have a new single that you're releasing, as we talked about earlier, and it's titled You Are Enough. Um, tell us what inspired mm. you to write and release that song. Well, um, I don't know what's happening. I'm feeling very emotional right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a little lump coming. I'm sorry. I think it's your voice. Your voice is so beautiful and soothing. Oh, it's like you. making me cry. <laughs> thank you. Um. But I guess I'm just kind of realizing just what a blessing it is to to be that vessel. And it's just kind of that moment is just kind of um, just showering over me right now. But last year, um, God gave me this idea to put affirmations to music and call them song formations. But it was just an idea I had, and I, and I literally forgot about it. I wrote some ideas of what I would say in my notes. This was like September of 2019. So fast forward, I've been touring. I've been doing all kind of stuff, just busy, running, 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 running. And, and 2020 comes along, and it's January. I remember the date exactly. It was January 12th. And a good friend of mine, um, Steve Octave, he was like, why don't you come over? We'll just hang out and, you know, listen to music and stuff. And 
so I did, and, and he started working on, I, I, he hates to play the guitar and stuff, but I, I forced him, and he created this little, this little guitar, little vibe, and so I was playing around with um, musical ideas, we were just humming melodies, and all of a sudden, God brought to my memory that song formation idea, and I said, you know, I had this idea last year, I would love to just, let's just see if, if I, sh I should like put a vibe on it. Let's just, you know, let me look through my notes and see what I said. Some of the notes and, and the, the notes from that year, the previous year said, you know, you are enough. So, um, so just on the spot, I just created the, these two lines. You are enough. You have everything you need to succeed. And then I repeat that. And then and I tell them to say, now you say it. I am enough. I have everything I need to succeed. It's already in, in you. So make your dreams come true. That's literally like the whole song. So I'm thinking this is just a vibe. So I shared on Instagram, like this is what I did today, you know. And the response was enormous. People started covering it all over the world. Preschoolers uh, were doing it. Um, mothers were singing it to their children before they went to school. And um, Grammy Week happened and and I ended up doing this pre this presentation called um, um, backstage with Shalaya at the Grammy Museum and so they had some some students that came in and I shared it with them and um, the recording academy ended up writing this beautiful article about it and so before it even came out there was already just so much good vibes surrounding it and I was like I think I need to make this a single. It's not even like a song, like, you know, a verse, chorus, bridge, you know. It's nothing like that, but it's just it's just a vibe. And um, and so Steve and I, we ended up recording it um, um, in the studio um, in February, late February, right before I, I started my tour. And then, you know, we got it mixed, and now it's going to come out May 4th. Um, and it's 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 just it's crazy how you know just timing is everything and i do believe that god's timing is perfect and so right now i think that people are feeling so isolated and and so lonely and and scared and anxious and and you know really feeling down and depressed and so this is just kind of an opportunity um for all of us to just kind of speak over ourselves and speak that message into our spirit, into our psyche of just reminding ourselves that we are enough and we have everything that we need to succeed. Um, and of course, as a believer, you know, um, that, that obviously is I'm, I'm getting that strength from, from God. And so I just think it's, um, I'm just so grateful that it's really, really touching people. Now we've got like the You Are Enough challenge and people have just been sending me their covers in, in droves. And so um, I'm really, really excited um, just to see how this song is going to make an impact um, just on everyone. Absolutely. And how wonderful is that to get that reassurance and that um, overwhelming response for something that you know that God gave you to do? How yeah. amazing is that? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I know, I know. It's, it's, it's one of those things like this can't be my life, you know, to have actually found my passion and then be able to actually exist in it and then not only be able to exist in it, but then it actually resonates, you know. So it's, it's, 
it really is a blessing that I am, you know, daily grateful for. Yes, and I've listened to the song in its entirety, and it is truly a beautiful song. Um, your voice oh, on the song, it, it, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's your voice on there sounds so organic and comforting. And you you talked about mothers singing the song to their children. Your voice mm. on the song, it really does sound like a mother speaking to their child. It, it feels like a warm hug. Wow. Um, the melody oh. is so soothing. <laughs> The melody is so soothing. I, I believe it's it's a powerful yet subtle song of affirmation or, you know, as you mm -hmm. call them, song formation. I believe it's a song people should set as their alarms to wake up to in the morning or even <laughs> <laughs> seriously or, or even put on a, a separate yeah. playlist on its own as an immediate go to whenever they need a dose of encouragement. It's, it's yeah. truly a phenomenal song. And, and you know that because, as you said, the response to it when you first put it out there was overwhelming and still is. Now, do you plan to release more of your song formations? Because the world certainly needs them right now. It's so funny you say that because um, the, the same guy that I worked with that did the music for this, he just sent me a track today. He's like, Song formation, another song formation question mark. And I listened to it, I was like, oh, I love this. It's a similar vibe, just, you know, just really simple and, and, and just organic and beautiful. So I would love to do a song formation, you know, volume one, you know, of just various messages and songs that people kind of go to for when they just need to be uplifted. So I would absolutely love to do more of that. And, and I have other songs, too, I've been working on. Um some in like the R&B, soul vein, um, you know, just about relationships too, about just life, different things that, you know, we all got, kind of go through with heartbreak and, um, you know, kind of not falling into habitual toxic relationships. You know, there's a song that um, I wrote a couple months ago called Out of Time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. saying? Like, honey, you just ran out of time. Cause yeah. You know what? Today I woke up and I'm not hand, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. So, so these are you know other songs that I would I would love to to be able to release at some point as well. Um, but yes, I would love to do more song formations. Yeah, I hope so. And and as well as all of your other songs. Now you talked about R and B and soul, and you have mm -hmm. been in this industry for a long time. You previously worked as a songwriter and vocalist with the legendary producers Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, as well as Take Six. But you've also created songs for motion picture soundtracks. Now, was there a mm -hmm. difference between creating songs for albums versus movies for you? Was the creative process the same for both, or was it a little different? You know, I was, for one of them, um, for, for Jumping the Broom, um, where I wrote Love Saw Me, that song already existed. And so the director, Salima Kill, he just loved that song right away and ended up using it kind of as a score for the film. And it became, um, you know, kind of like the theme for the characters, Jason and Sabrina, in the film. So that was, that was already created. Um, but I have written for um, other, another film, and I, I just watched the film and then just what I felt you know, my heart kind of leaned to what it, what just melodically and even um, thematically what I was saying, it was, it was, 
directly based on what I was what I was seeing. So um, I would say yes. It's always going to be like my approach is always going to be um, in terms of just finding the right melody and finding the right lyric. That's always going to be the same. But um, sometimes when I'm just writing music, it's just it could be for anybody. But when it's for film or television, it's it's very very specific. Because I like I like to make it so it's like tailor made, and it feels like it was made for that. And even though like jumping the broom, like the love fell on me, it felt like it was tailor made for that. We just kind of got lucky with that one, that it felt like it was just so perfect for the film, like it was only created for that. So I like to kind of bring that same kind of um, specificity to, you know, a song or a melody um, by what I'm seeing visually. Yes, when you look over the history of your work, and even with your new song, You're Enough, you can tell that that's part of your process, that you're very passionate mm -hmm. about bringing that into light and making sure that people can directly identify for whatever movie they're watching or um, for that particular artist, or even right now for the You're Enough single for the times that we're going through right now. So you can, you can yeah. feel that in your music, in your talent. Wow, thank you, thank you so much. You're most welcome. Now, in this time of COVID-19 and living in uncertainty, um, what mm -hmm. message of hope would you like to give to people, to the world right now? Mm. You know, I feel like it's been said um, many times, it's been kind of like a little catchphrase for, um, I've seen a lot of programming, and it basically says, you know, we're in this together. Um, but I think even before COVID, I think when you hear certain people talk about certain issues um, that maybe a lot of people didn't talk about before, um, the biggest thing that they kind of walk away with is that I wasn't alone in this. Like I, you know, when you're going through certain things, sometimes you feel like you're the only one who's going through this. And when you hear someone else going through the same thing, it reminds you that you're not alone. And so I would say, you know, to those who are feeling, you know, depressed and frustrated and, and um, overwhelmed, just knowing that you're not alone makes you almost feel like you're not crazy, like this isn't just you, like you're, it's not that you don't have enough or you're not enough or you know you're just not strong or you're just not disciplined or you're you know it just lets you know that you know wow I I'm not the only one going through this and so I have had I'm just speaking now for Shalea I have I have had a number one movie in the country you know a new single on the way um, you know there's a lot of good things happening in my life right now I'm meeting with agents you know, for more film opportunities. And so, like, I'm so excited. Like, if anybody should be, like, super happy and over the moon, it should be me. But even with all of that, I have my days where I just feel low and tired and just wanting this to be over. So, um, so I can't even imagine for some people who don't have just kind of the excitement of a movie and, and all, the, all this other stuff that are feeling. So I would just say, you know, I'm, I know I'm saying kind of a lot, but I, I would, I feel like as human, humans, we, it's so important for us to realize that um, 
we all put our pants on the exact same way, one leg and then the other. And so we social media, we kind of look and we compare. Even how people are handling this, we see so many people who are using this time to be so positive and, you know, they're developing businesses. And I think that's so incredible. This now is the time. But some people are just barely making it. And they're just like, I'm, just the fact that I'm alive to see another day, that, that should be a victory for some people who are, who are truly going through it. So it, I would say, one, don't, to, in a nutshell, I, I know I kind of went a little long-winded, but I would say, one, don't compare yourself, you know, realize that we are all experiencing this so differently. It's okay to feel what you're feeling, um, but to just look up, just look up and, and, and realize that um, God has the whole world in his hands, and that includes you. Amen, amen, and please don't apologize for <laughs> for uh, everything that you just <laughs> said. I appreciate you sharing your story, your personal story and your personal journey with us because it's something that people need to hear right now that we're all connected yeah. and we really are all in this together. Um, we may be at different mm -hmm. levels of life or going through different things individually, but as a whole, we really are all connected and the world just needs to know that right now and know that they're never alone. God is always yeah. with them and they are always enough in any situation, mm -hmm. even once we get mm -hmm. out of this pandemic, they will still always be enough and they will still always have everything that they need. Even if it's just like you said, the blessing of just waking up in the morning, they will still have yeah. everything that they need. So I appreciate you sharing your story and your journey with us for that. Now you, you talked about, um, some things that you're doing right now, like you're meeting with agents, you're looking for more film opportunities. Tell us um, what's next for you from here. You know, well, I think we're in a way we're all kind of at, at a standstill. So even on the film site, you know, the productions have halted. So I can't, you know, necessarily get, you know, signed on to do projects um, as of yet. But I'm just right now kind of like looking at agencies, um, who who could represent me and, and kind of let me know about auditions that are happening and, you know, be able to, to go out for certain things. Um, you know, I, I'm, these days I'm just finding new ways, you know, to connect with, with, with my fans, you know, from home. And so I've just been doing a lot of, a, a lot of music, virtual concerts, um, there, there have been tour dates set for, for later on this year, but again, we, we really don't know as we've seen keep pushing that date. And so I, I'm just kind of got a wait and see kind of approach, but I would love to do, um, more, more acting. I would love to get back on the road and, and, and tour again. Um, this, uh, this today I was supposed to be in, um, Barbados. <laughs> oh wow! A, um, I was supposed to be doing it. This, this whole um, it was going to be like two weeks of doing um, private uh, concerts and master classes, almost like a um, like an ambassador um, going to Barbados. And I was going to go to Granada, and then it was all anchored by the Saint Lucia Jazz Festival that was going to happen mm. on um, May eighth. And so 
I was supposed to be on some island, honey, today. (laughs) 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 But, you know, we we just have to adapt and adjust and have faith and hope that, you know, at some point things will... Um, we'll pick up again and we can kind of go move on with our plans. And even some of the things that, you know, maybe were canceled that we'll be able to, you know, do again, um, you know, at a later date, maybe, I mean, cause we didn't have a premiere for the, for the film, you know, and so maybe we can do something else that's celebratory it might not be an exact premiere, but just something later on that we can kind of catch up on some of the things that were kind of lost. Yeah, absolutely. People will love to see that and just know that you will harvest tenfold everything that you're Mm -hmm. missing out of in this moment. Mm -hmm. Um, You're pouring so much into so many people. You're pouring inspiration, hope and encouragement into people right now. And God is going to return all of that back to you. And then some once all of this is over. So keep the faith, Mm -hmm. be inspired. God's going to blow your mind after this pandemic is over. <laughs> Doors are going to open for you. Oh. You wouldn't believe. Just keep that in mind. And um, one thing that oh. I, I uh, one song that I love um, in this moment, in addition to yours, is Kiara's um, It Keeps Happening for Me. Yeah. And, yeah. And if you combine your song with It Keeps Happening for Me, I'm mm. speaking both of that over your life right now. For when oh, all of this goodness. is over, so oh, just man. yes, we we know that we're. I received that. I received that. Thank you so much, and I and I pray the same over you in your life as well. Well, thank you. We know that we're going to hear and see much, much more from you um, going forward, and especially once everything is lifted. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. And I want to let everyone know to be sure to check out R&B and Soul artist Shalea's highly anticipated You Are Enough that will be released on May 4th as a single. It will be available on all platforms for streaming and purchase. You can also connect with Shalea on her website, as well as her Instagram and other social media channels. And um, I'll tune in tonight, too, for, um, for that program that she's going to be performing on as well, the Call to Unite streaming event. Definitely check into that as well. Okay, Shalea, thank you for speaking with me today. It's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. And I wish you the best of success going forward. Thank you so much. This has been such a a bright spot in my day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Continuing being that vessel that God called you to be. You're doing wonderful work. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith, Health, and Home digital podcast. For transcripts of this episode and others, visit our website at faithhealthandhome.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you again for joining us.